Hello, hi, this is Hannah Kaviani, journalist at Radio Farda, Persian service of RFERL. Hi, this is Nicholas Harris, senior analyst and program head for authoritarianism at the New Lines Institute for Strategy and Policy. So, uh, Nicholas, we have a very short time to discuss a very complicated issue that is uh, making news these days, uh, these past few days, and that is Yemen. Uh, so many things have happened, and yet one can say that nothing has happened. How do you see Yemen these days? Well, Hannah, quite frankly, uh, Yemen is a disaster zone. Over the last six years, and today is the March 25th, is the anniversary of the Saudi Arabia-led coalition's military campaign on Yemen uh, to defeat the upstart uh, Houthi forces that had seized the capital of Yemen, Sana'a. And over those six years, more than 150,000 Yemenis have died more than 20 million Yemenis are on the risk of famine. Yemen has one of the highest rates in the world for children not getting enough food. There has been a major cholera outbreak in Yemen in that time period that has uh, been worse than anything in the modern era. And the country is divided into different zones of control with foreign actors carving out zones of influence. Yemen is a highly strategic country and it is on the verge of total disaster. These days there are um, what we see is an uptick in diplomatic efforts to solve this um, crisis, what you explained in a few sentences, and it goes way beyond uh, these disastrous situation. Uh, uh, how do you think, if, if, especially from the US point of view, what is happening right now and how it is moving forward, if it is moving forward, what the US has in mind? Well, you know, U.S. policy on Yemen since the Saudi-led campaign began in March of 2015 has been highly controversial. Uh, the Obama administration and the Trump administration had both, uh, to varying degrees, supported the Saudi-led campaign in Yemen against the Houthis with intelligence sharing, uh, some support for targeting, as well as aerial refueling and providing munitions for the Saudi aircraft. Now, what has happened, though, is that because of the, tr the horrible human disaster that's unfolded in Yemen, that U.S. support for the Saudi-led campaign has become very unpopular, particularly in the U.S. Congress. President Biden has opted to try for a new diplomatic push with an attempt to get the Saudis and to get the Houthis and other actors in Yemen to agree to a ceasefire. And then once a ceasefire has been agreed to, to a diplomatic process to find a way to come up with some sort of unity government or some sort of structure that can stabilize the situation in Yemen and allow humanitarian assistance to flow because the people of Yemen are on the edge of horrible uh, catastrophe. And do you think uh, this proposal, what we saw recently from Saudis, is it a result of this diplomatic push, what you explained? So it is clear that Saudi Arabia wants to have a reset with the Biden administration. 
And the Saudis understand that Yemen is going to be a signature issue of the Democratic Party caucus in Congress, which is therefore putting pressure on President Biden to act and to act fast. Mm -hmm. uh, the Saudi proposal uh, would advance the UN-led diplomatic process that's been ongoing with one caveat. The Saudi-backed Yemeni forces are losing on the battlegrounds. The Houthis are making advances in strategic areas of Yemen as we speak. The Houthis control a large part of the Yemeni coastline, as well as the major port, Hodeida, uh, on, on the Red Sea, that allows for most of the humanitarian assistance and trade to come into the country. The Houthis have a lot of power on the ground. And there's one other complicating factor. Over the course of the last half decade, Iran has worked very tirelessly to make the Houthis a powerful partner that can fire missiles, launch drones, and put pressure on Saudi Arabia, allowing the Iranians to finally have strategic deterrence on both Saudi Arabia's Red Sea coast as well as its Persian Gulf coast. For Iran, the Houthis are a major chip in the game that they are playing throughout the region with the Saudis. And there has to date been no U.S. policy that's been able to alleviate the humanitarian situation in Yemen and the conflict and address Saudi Arabia's nightmare scenario of a permanent Hezbollah-like organization on Saudi Arabia's southern border. Very complicated, too many players, and probably we have to discuss this one more time, Nicholas, uh, since uh, this is something that we're going to uh, be seeing developments about. Thank you for this chat. Thank you for this discussion, and all the best.